Chapter Two of the Ins and Outs of Paris or Paris by Day and Night by Julie de Marguerite. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Boulevards. One of the great charms of Paris is certainly its atmosphere. So clear, light, and buoyant, it is like inhaling champagne. Paris in May is sufficient to convert the veriest hypochondriac into a cheerful, hopeful, good-natured being this climate has no doubt a great influence on the character of the people and accounts for their joyousness their excitability their wit l'esprit court les rues is true in paris more than in any other country in the world wit is to be found in every station from unpretending clever repartee to the real metaphysical sparkle of such jousters with words as alfred de musset Janet, merimee car dumas Bazac, etc but then in paris every one has the first element without which everything will be false meretricious and cold l'esprit de sa position the dignity of one's own position a thorough self-reliance and a respect for the position of others in france the lower and middle classes after all the heart of a nation for the richer if not higher class have a monstrous family resemblance with each other all over the world are not discouraged by feeling that for them there is nothing but toil toil or that a relaxation from labour is their only recreation these classes have pleasures of their own so that they are not mortified when they can afford them by being brought in contact with the supercilious and refined parvenu in all countries merciless and ruthless who can sneer at their awkwardness or laugh at the discrepancies of their costume the working classes however rich would never assume any other dress than their hereditary costume and neighbors and friends shake their heads and honest young mechanics turn away from a girl who wears mantillas and dons a silk bonnet elle porte chapeau means almost a dereliction from virtue a tradesman's wife would never wear diamonds excepting the smallest of brooches and earrings and these only on such occasions as a wedding ball or a civic feast and that desideratum of all french women an india shawl would never be seen on the shoulders of an employé or of any person whose revenue was known not to warrant such an expense there is however a lady of the chaussee d'antin who envelops her fairy feet in a superb delhi shawl embroidered in gold when she goes out in her carriage but then she is the wife of a stockbroker and her revenue is of course fabulous like all of that class in more senses than one another effect of the parisian climate so exhilarating scarcely ever over warm or over cold is that it has made the flaneur a word which can be explained but not translated it means an easy sauntering without any definite object though enjoying all it means a good-humoured search after comfort and amusement without previous design or preparation skimming from life as it passes by the cream and never going deep enough to get at the dregs or to trouble and darken the stream foreigners have much difficulty in understanding this habit and many call it idleness especially those for whom bustle means activity and who think nothing achieved if not done with noise and toil now the boulevards were created arranged and are kept up for the flaneurs let us then turn flaneurs and saunter through them from one end to the other place de la madeleine here do not stand à l'anglaise with your murray or gallic nanny in hand 
backing on to the harmless pedestrians or under some pawing horse come here here in the midst of this flower market on this stone bench surrounded by roses geraniums and heliotropes watch well this structure which greece scarce equalled and of which roman ruins have left no model observe the simplicity of the design the magic effect is produced greatly from the admirable proportions see how the sun glances through that colonnade and illumines those beautifully finished statues in their niches by the first sculptors of france the facade has a beautiful frieze but you know all that and you know also all the marvels in painting and sculpture of the interior it is a lovely temple though some object to it as being too much a temple and that the absence of knaves takes away from its religious character there are people whose religion depends on gothic aisles and painted windows now before we begin our pilgrimage look around you there is no crowd in this flower market and if you look at the flowers and plants you will see that they are the rarest loveliest and most evanescent the camellias and roses all in fullest bloom everything in fact at the moment of perfection the purchasers seek pleasures as fragile as these flowers they live from day to day trusting to chance for the long years before them see through the leafy screens you catch glimpses of lovely women choosing their flowers they are amongst the most celebrated of paris they form a society of themselves they have at their disposal the largest fortunes in paris they live in the midst of those celebrities one of whom would suffice to send a provincial town mad with curiosity artists of the highest repute immortalize their beauties in their pictures and statues nature often as liberal in mental gifts has endowed them with wit as well as beauty and a strange wild education has frequently developed talents of no mean order you see with what exquisite simplicity and taste they are dressed how perfectly modest and retiring is the whole tenor of their manner and demeanour do you know what class you have before you the class that takes its graceful name from the boudoir of a church they frequent the revered sanctuary of notre dame de lorette at the end of the rue lafitte has for disciples les lorettes they are a mighty expensive luxury in paris and a dangerous one if you are on the young side of five-and-twenty for the lorette have often seriously captivated nay even deceived for in paris vice must assume a virtue if it have it not the good taste of the parisians is their eminent virtue i can forgive a crime it may have some grand motive but never an awkwardness it is so useless said madame recamier the woman who reigned as belle for twenty years and as a bel esprit under the sentimental patronage of chateaubriand for twenty more proceed we on our pilgrimage here as we merge fairly on to the boulevards we are enveloped in a confusion of omnibuses of which vehicles this is a culminating point for six sous you can get taken from here to the bastille and then without additional pay get a correspondence on to vincennes but still more wonderful you can take one of those little blue citadines with its good well-fed horse and respectable driver for twenty-five sous la course or forty for an hour the carriage holding two and both being carried for the same price citadines are much patronized for visiting etc 
french women have a hatred of public conveyances and then it is supreme bad taste to go in an omnibus in anything but the simplest dress so that the citadine is the resource of all who want to make a toilette turn round if you come near a citadine for the chances are that you will see a pretty face now we are at the boulevard des capucines and the crowd increases fed from the broad rue de la paix and its place vendome whose immortal column rises in the distance here too is the hotel of foreign affairs elegant cabriolet with a variety of coronets from which spring perfumed and elegant attaches stand before its gates men of business bankers stockbrokers the aristocrats of the parisian exchange planeurs artists officers on half pay on full pay and on no pay at all these latter being hungarians or exiled italians ladies hurrying to their milliners blanchisseuses with their snowy caps pretty feet and huge baskets young girls so quietly unobtrusive walking with downcast eyes by the side of their mothers animated and elegant editions of themselves looking scarce five years older all moving along towards the boulevard des italiens the boulevard of the whole par excellence what brilliant shops on this side where we are walking and with what harmony of colours with what elegance is all disposed within too what politeness and then there is such a preponderance of nice neat civil young shopwomen instead of your gawky shopman either pert or surly as he may happen to consider the state of life in which he is placed women keep all the books in the various shops of paris they sit enthroned in comfortable armchairs with their desk and ledger before them and when your purchase is completed you go with your bill your parcel and your money escorted by the clerk who has served you and pay these charming invariably polite and quick ciphering cashiers particularly agreeable and flattering too it is to go to boivins privats mayors or any gantier and have your hand taken and then your fingers gradually insinuated by hands soft and white terminating the task by buttoning the button you always fumble at and a voila monsieur a smile and a modest flash of a dark eye through the long lashes no wonder frenchmen wear light-coloured gloves it is a pleasure to buy every day a fresh pair how many parisians how many foreigners never progress beyond this oasis not in the desert but in the busiest and gayest of all cities the boulevard des italiens is the concentration of fashion gaiety brilliancy and business for business in paris assumes as far as possible the garb of pleasure in no case is it the sole aim of life but the means of obtaining all the enjoyments comforts and pleasures without which life is nothing to a frenchman money-making was never reckoned amongst the enjoyments of a parisian man of business nor has he any idea of sacrificing any portion of his existence exclusively to that grubbery he enjoys life as it passes rather putting off the consummation of his fortune than foregoing its advantages it is probably for some such reason that at about one o'clock the stockbrokers bankers speculators a tutti quanti jews and all emigrate from the bourse to the stone steps and the sidewalk in front of tortini's extending on to the passage de l'opera where a formidable areopagus decide on the state of the money market and the condition of the corps de ballet now the passage de l'opera has two entrances upon the boulevards 
and two communications with the opera house at the other end by a most singular coincidence the hour at which business commences at tortini's the chapel of ease to the bourse it terminates at the salle de danse of the opera the rehearsal of the ballet concludes the nymphs rehearsing in dirty satin shoes cotton tights and calico petticoats linen polkas and muslin caps substitutes for the gossamer robes with fleshings and spangles of the evening resume their morning costume and as after being goddesses for two hours at night when the curtain is down they become mere mortals so after finishing their rehearsal from dirty impudent perspiring hard-working dancing girls they become charming women of fashion enveloped in cashmere shawls their delicate features enshrouded in the lace and flowers of lors or lucioquet's bonnets with snowy perfumed handkerchief in hand all elegance and helplessness thus by this most singular chance these business men have the privilege of seeing the heroines of the footlights some have acquaintances and get a word and often a bouquet from the florists at the entrance of the passage out of the aspirants to fashion whilst the d'orsays of the chaussee d'antin merely call them by their names with a careless bonjour while some the novices remain entranced hat in hand gazing at the mademoiselle florine aspasie or euphrosine as the case may be of their nightly visions the money-making population those wonderful magicians evoking millions from small papers and political telegraphs is very different in paris to that of any other great commercial cities la finance the object of sarcasm of the last century the butt of the nobility paying thousands and tens of thousands for admissions to the supercilious reunions of the great has in the present day thrown off the yoke and formed a nobility of its own it has erected a new quartier in paris composed of streets of palaces and if not ancestral the residences of the chaussee d'antin are far more elegant and luxurious than those of the faubourg st germain nor is this society still laughed at by the few any less refined than that of the noblesse for including in its ranks all the wit and talent of the literature of the day and all the celebrities of the artistic world it has achieved a character of its own the stockbroker in paris is an elegant man of fashion the banker and the merchant are men of intelligence and courtly manners at three o'clock the most elegant equipages the finest saddle horses wait around the classic colonnade of the bourse money is made as easily in a well-fitting coat varnished boots and yellow gloves as in sordid apparel and uncleansed shoes nor do the operations of the barber and the coiffeur on the outside of the head take from the powers of conception or financial combination of the inside the boulevard still continues to fill the chairs on the sidewalk are occupied not by fashionable but by thoroughly respectable people the middle class living on small revenues in the adjacent streets who only see the outside movement of the world that world which they read of in modern novels and in the newspapers here on the boulevards except twice a year when they go to the grand opera do not pause yet it is difficult to go on all around you seems in such harmony of pleasure no vestige of poverty is to be seen nothing to recall any of the miseries of life ladies in such costumes you never thought could be invented to look so elegant yet seem so simple gliding along with a gentle rustling of silk that sends a thrill through you 
a lovely face just glancing from the window of a carriage borne onwards by swift steeds the most bewildering foot and ankle just stepping from a brilliant equipage lost to the gaze through a gilded glass door revealing the velvet and bemirrored boudoir which condescends to belong to a milliner or a marchand de nouveautés then the merry and dashing young men eight or ten in a row cigar in mouth denoting foreigners or provincials the thoroughbred parisian eschewing the cigar at this hour in a public promenade the passage des panoramas is however an exception to this rule it is the very temple of smoke it is besides a crystal gallery as full of pretty things as a veritable crystal palace from all its various ramifications men and smoke pour in from the bourse from the rue vivienne from the rue montmartre the delicious pastry of the far-famed felix is towards evening so entirely impregnated with smoke as to entirely lose all individuality of a la anything but a la cigare de la havane however if you come early enough you will like the cakes and admire the chance meetings which take place on this side the boulevards at felix's as they do on the other at the passage de l'opera felix having an entrance from the place de la bourse only the ladies are those who occupy the boxes at the opera and look through their opera glasses at the others dancing on the stage now for the boulevard montmartre here the bustle of life begins to mingle with its elegancies fiacres hackney-coaches old-fashioned diligences join in the throng the crowd of carriages standing round the ville de paris the greatest emporium of linen drapery in the world considerably increases the confusion behold you are jostled and pushed the lounging young men have disappeared and the last of your elegant ladies have vanished into this town of shops with its twenty-five departments of from pocket-handkerchiefs at six sous to cashmeres at six thousand francs still though the cream of the crowd no longer rises to the surface there is a fair sprinkling of the comme il faut the men however in black from head to foot with papers in their hands greatly predominate the boulevard poissonniere is a favourite domicile for attorneys barristers and notaries whose office and dwelling-house are under the same roof the shops are beginning to be less luxurious have more in store and less in the shop window than those you have just left life begins to acquire reality here the merry gamay begins to be heard and to venture his tricks and witticisms upon the pavé you are getting into his domain for there is the porte saint martin with its temporary theatre built in six weeks to receive the opera when the duc de berry's assassination desecrated the other and which slightly as it must have been put up has now lasted nearly thirty-five years here the grand atrocities of melodrama have been perpetrated ever since raised sometimes into fashion and fortune by a marie d'orval or a frederic lemaitre though its neighbour the ambigu misnamed comique has more universal success from representing deeper grades of crime proclaimed in far louder voices and with considerably more rolling of eyes and beating of drums come though we are not out sightseeing and look at the flowing mass of water at the chateau d'eau see how beautiful are those combinations of stone and water the water completing the form and carrying out the idea originated by the sculptor it is a pity that this beautiful fountain is buried in the dirty by-streets of the populous boulevard st martin 
surrounded by ignoble water-carts wooden pails and wooden shoed auvergnat now we are in the domain of the people the true parisian hard-working barricade-making people the blouse prevails the women though neatly are coarsely clad and their features bear marks of toil yet they it is who nightly fill all these little theatres the ambigu comique the gaiety and even the gymnase the theatre which first produced scribes pieces before the duchess de berry and such an audience as royalty is sure to draw now this theatre belongs to the people though not exclusively like the gaiety and the ambigu the théâtre du boulevard is a term of reproach amongst the theatrical hierarchy so much so as to make the opera comique disdain to have its façade even on the boulevard des italiens and actually to make its entrances on a side street in order to avoid the stigma the variété is a théâtre du boulevard but the aristocracy of the lorette monopolize its boxes making it quite as curious and amusing with one's back to the stage as when looking at the actors all capital and laughter moving in their way and now our boulevard grows thinner of passengers impromptu shops are all around you selling most unimaginable things at fabulously low prices marionettes dance away on their wooden planks to pandean orchestras monkeys leap and chatter on the sidewalk real live murillo boys with white teeth and laughing eyes solicit your charity squirrel in hand wax figures grouped under canvas booths are to be seen for two sous punchinello and an unhappy-looking girl in spangles squeak and beat the tambourine with convulsive fury hot coffee limonade glacée roasted potatoes fragrantly bursting lion's chestnuts hot galette anglice pie crust baked apples in turn salute your olfactory nerves and solicit your sous the gamin here reigns supreme spinning his top audaciously under your feet glorying if you stumble enchanted if you get into a passion overpowering you with squibs and imitations if your indignation has an english accent and shouting milord in all the various tones which he supposes can possibly belong to the inhabitants of la perfide albion for the gamay has not heard of the alliance of france and england nor of the taking of sebastopol and holds fast to his old traditions and animosities we are now within hail of the precincts of the street and faubourg of st antoine where first arose the insurgents of the great revolution and whence in later years the stream of revolt has often poured into the capital the men around you in their toil-stained blouses their unshaven beards their fur or sealskin caps look as if they might have pistols in their belts the women have a sinister defiant look and even the young girls make none of the usual coquettish attempts to attract admiration instead of the gay jeunesse linked arm in arm you see men pipe in mouth whose very accent reveals discontent and defiance a single look which might seem to them supercilious would provoke an insolent speech and any reply a blow it is amongst these people that the chef de parti with a little money and much eloquence speedily recruits an army rude undisciplined but brave dogged determined and inexorable now and then a passenger like those you have left at the other extremity of the boulevards goes by creating a marked sensation of surprise from his entire difference from all around the numerous curiosity shops situated here have brought these pilgrims of the antique into these unknown regions 
some years since paris went mad on the subject of old louis the thirteenth furniture and these curiosity merchants ransacked brittany and belgium for all the old and uncomfortable vestiges of this oak mania then without quite abandoning the sombre sculptured wood fashion decided to have everything gilded à la pompadour and again our indefatigable merchants set off in search of cupids and carvings in white azure and gold brocatelles velvets fans point lace the standing passion of frenchwomen who know how well the heavy guipure shows off both the form and the dress antique clocks chatelaines china and missiles are all to be found on the boulevard beaumarchais a hundred per cent cheaper than at the elegant repositories of these indispensable luxuries in the rue du choiseul or the rue de la paix women of fashion do not disdain a little economy for the fun of the excursion or of relating it afterwards and here at length is the place de la bastille that terrible prison fortress of which now nothing but the name remains beneath these stones how many thousands victims of political opinions fighting for real or for imaginary rights lie forever forgotten trodden into the dust by succeeding generations each as discontented as the last here perhaps will the cannon again be brought and the yelling multitude thirst for freedom and blood ay and have it too spite of that column with its golden mercury on which louis philippe declared that he had restored the liberties of the people and tried to immortalize names so ignoble that their very descendants blush to see them carved in stone beyond is still a boulevard and then vincennes but our pilgrimage is over the groups of workmen are forming around the soldiers are sitting outside the corps de garde the omnibuses are lighting their blue and yellow lamps we have loitered strangely oh for a citadine the cadran bleu asterisk a bottle of burgundy and a filet sauté au champagne asterisk a celebrated restaurateur in this quarter of paris End of chapter 2